Welcome to the VIP Show Podcast. This is Jose Aristimuño, bringing you the biggest names in the game of business, entrepreneurship, and life to help you level up, get inspired, and become the most successful you. You already know the VIP Show. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the VIP Show with your host, Jose Aristimuño. Folks, I, I got a good one for you today. Look, I told you we got six months, a little bit less under six months left of the year. And I told you I was going to bring the fire. I was going to bring some very, very, very interesting people. The, for those that, that know me, that follow me for a while, you know I'm an entrepreneurship. I'm an entrepreneur. That's part of sort of like my hat. And then my other hat is my political uh, hat. And today I get to do both. I get to do both. And, I, you know, that gets me just pumped, man. My great friend, Carmen Rossi, he's the CEO of Eight Hospitality group, a serial entrepreneur, and my buddy all the way from Chicago. Carmen, how are you, buddy? Jose, good morning. Thank you for having me. Good morning, man. Uh, Happy to have you on the show. So let me just, you know, (laughs) let me just start it easy. You just got back from a trip in the UK. You were with the governor um, of Illinois, J.B. Pritzker. What the heck were you doing in the UK with J.B., man? I, uh, well, I was championing how great it is to do business in Illinois and Chicago. And I know that sounds like a line, but this was a trade delegation, a mission uh, to London. The UK has got a lot of, obviously a lot of business in the States, but there's a lot of companies that do business in Illinois. So uh, the governor invited me to be an ambassador for our state and uh, I had a great time out there. It True to form, rained every single day, but it's very charming, obviously, when it rains uh, in the UK. But uh, yeah, glad to be back. Uh, Very, very productive. You know, for me, I I, I like to wear a lot of different hats, uh, including this one. Uh, And we, uh, you know, for for the UK, we've got we've got emerging businesses in the the States that uh, between I mean, think about it in the last few years. Uh, very dissimilar, I, su- I suppose, to Europe, but cannabis is now legal in the States. Uh, sports wagering is now legal in the States. Uh, and, it, and it's so common to, to everybody's daily life that they're seeing them that you would have thought this has been forever. But it's only, you know, it's only very recently and maybe less than half the states have gotten both uh, legalized. But uh, yeah, it's, it, it, it's interesting, the different cultures. And there was a lot of positive topics there and I, I dabble uh in, in both of those arenas so so yeah very very cool no man that that's amazing so you know Carmen is obviously in, in the city and the state where my former boss uh used to live and he used to be a senator from that state the great Barack Obama um so so very cool man you're in good company you're in good you're in good places little too cold for me. So I lived in D.C. for 10 years and D.C. is cold and I get that. But when you meet somebody from Chicago and you say, oh, man, yeah, the winter in D.C. is brutal. They look at you like, OK, what are you talking about? Chicago winters like the real. That's when he gets down, man. That is cold, man. That is cold. If, if it was nice here, 365, I think I think we'd be the number one state population. But, yeah, you got to put up <laughs> with those. You got to put up with those uh, three to four months where it gets it gets freezing. But uh Still, such a beautiful city. For any yeah. of your listeners and viewers, uh, we're 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 filming this right now in the summer months, mm-hmm. and uh, we've got Lollapalooza coming up, which is one of the country's premier music festivals. Um, and, and and 
you know, in the hospitality industry, you get very involved, but th- this city is just absolutely on fire uh, during, during the summer months. Everybody's traveling here and, you know, it's, 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 it's super interesting right now. You're talking about tourism and hospitality. Mm-hmm. It's so hot everywhere. I mean, yeah. you're, you're in mm-hmm. Florida right now, but the, the heat waves. Record heat, record heat. Never, yeah. never in the world, in the history of the world has Florida been so hot. Right. Whereas in Chicago, I will say right now, it's record, you know, it's clean 80, 80 and, and perfect. So uh, <laughs> if, you're looking, if you're listening from anywhere where it's 117, come over to the Midwest. We'd love to have you. <laughs> that, that's exactly right. So, you know, you just mentioned that you're in the hospitality uh, industry. You run eight hospitality group. Um, tell me, tell me, I want you to talk to me about eight hospitality group and how that all got started. But before that, let's take a step back for a second. I'm curious, brother, who was Carmen Rossi, the little kid before this whole thing happened, brother? That's what I want to know. I still act like a little kid. So I, I lost <laughs> that. Um, you know, so I, I, small town, uh, I went to a uh, state university, University of Illinois down in um, Champaign-Urbana. And <laughs> active, I started a couple of small businesses. And when I say, you know, what's really fun about having that entrepreneurial spirit, a lot of the time is you get yourself into things, you know, a big element, a big, uh, a material sort of element to that journey and experience is just courage, bravery, I guess. And, and that's not to, to tout. That's just something we all kind of carry. Yeah. Uh, so these small businesses that I started, I admittedly had no experience. Um, whether it was a painting company, I started a spring break company, I started a, a, a furniture, uh, we, we built furniture for dorm rooms, um, and just found like-minded people and said, hey, let's, let's give this a shot. Let's try it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when you go to school for 10 years, I went to school for 10 years, got a handful of degrees. I kept staying in school because I had these businesses. So I was making as much money as people were graduating with, so to speak. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. So when I finally, after 10 years, uh, after I did a few more than Van Wilder, I realized I have to leave college. Uh, I have to <laughs> it's <up> time. <laughs> right. And so, uh, but I had a little nest egg and uh, I was practicing law. Uh, I worked for a civil litigation firm and very similar to this office. Uh, I was in a brick office uh, and practicing law. Actually, the only difference is you can see behind me, there's windows that look outside. I did have a window. It just faced another brick building. Oh, my goodness. Uh, So (laughs) basically, you know, walled in. And I thought, okay, uh, I've got some money. I'm in my 20s. Uh, I was... (laughs) I was 27, still living with my parents. Uh, my roommates were cool. They didn't kick me out yet. Uh, <laughs> and I had I had saved money, you know, during all of and, and running. Hey, you, you still look 27, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. I, yes, I will. Uh, I'll, I'll pay you. <laughs> so I, I started, uh, I figured, you know what? Hospitality. I love people. I love networking. Uh, city of Chicago, you know, my, the city, Michael Jordan and Mayor Daly, mm-hmm. Barack Obama, and just everything is so exciting and motivating. You, you want to get in, right? You want to participate. And that was my thought was, how can I, how can I establish, maybe make a name for myself and participate in this big city? Uh, so I'll get into hospitality. 
we'll open up a spot. Um, I opened it up in a very um, famed neighborhood downtown. It's called River North. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's multi-level spots, so we could host events. And there were, we, we really built it on happy hour. And uh, again, I of the degrees that I have, none of them are in hospitality. And oh, wow. So, yeah. And, and while this is recording, which means I'll probably regret saying this, I'm not <laughs> cook. I, can, I can't make scrambled eggs. Like, this is not... Meaning this is not my forte. This is not, uh, you know, uh, the traditional, you know, that show the bear. Everybody uh-huh, thinks uh-huh. that's what it's like, you know, owning a restaurant, working in a restaurant. A little bit different of a path here for me, but uh, opened up and it worked. Um, you know, it's, it's just all about uh, the pillars for me are creating a memorable experience for people, whether they're celebrating an anniversary, whether they're doing a, a after work cocktail with colleagues or just, you know, shedding off a stressful week or day. We want to welcome you in. We want to, you know, cold, cold pint, uh, uh, does the trick. And so I just kept going after that, you know, one of the advantages I think for, for young serial entrepreneurs, um, is, uh, especially I did find, I ultimately moved out of my parents' house. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, 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 I'm 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 a, a party of one, you know. So I had the um, I had the advantage of of taking on that sort of risk, mm-hmm. and every dollar that I sort of made, I try to leverage two uh, two dollars into the next project. And and I'll say I I I, I should graduate from that, you know. As as mm-hmm. uh, your mm-hmm. journey as an entrepreneur, you sure. reach different levels and stages, but. Uh, I, I'm still the same way. You know, I still get just as excited and motivated to launch a new project, a new venture. And uh, and it's gotten me into, you know, for me, the driving force in hospitality initially was mm-hmm. using my network. Uh-huh. Right? And, and very similar to politics, as you know, you, sure. you kind of want to just build. You bring people, and, bring people together. And yeah. And there's, and there's, there's, you know, that, that is, there's a model in that, you know, there, there's, there's money in that, uh, in, in business so sales, so to speak. So, um, but I haven't lost, you know, the, uh, uh, desire to, to still take on those same risks yeah. and, uh, the courage. And, and I'd mentioned it earlier, you know, I'm in real estate, cannabis, uh, clothing, uh, shameless plug, Sir <laughs> My brain. I love you. Gotta you gotta give me one of those hats, man. <laughs> right. it's your way, yeah. But we do tech, media. I mean, anything, anything where we can leverage around our the hospitality nature and our network and group. Um, and 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 in truth, you know, staying true to those educational cores. So still practicing law a little bit. Um, still, I teach. Uh, go back to U of I as an adjunct professor. Um, so yeah, I'm much the same. So, you know, so, so that, you know, you said, you said an important, there's so much amazing information and, and I think people that are listening, um, I'm, I'm a hundred, but you know, I'm certain that they get inspired by the amount of things guys that Carmen is able to, to get done. So it is not longer the, 
the case that if you only want to be in one industry, you only have to stay in one lane. That does not exist. That is something that society tells you to do. You can be in cannabis and you can have a restaurant. You can be in politics and be cannabis and it's okay. That is the beautiful thing about being human beings and the potential that we have. And we see that Carmen does that, right? He's tapping into his sort of maximum potential and, and not stopping. Great, great job. And, and let me ask you one, one thing on this because you said something. For, for, for people who are starting out, who maybe are making, I don't know, man, anywhere between, they're starting to hit six figures as an entrepreneur. How much percentage or, or, or part of the money that they're making should they invest back into the business? Because I think when you're starting to get that new money, you, you know, you want to buy the nice car and the nice house. Should they do that? Should they not? Half and half. Do you have a sense sort of like what works for you and what, what has worked for you in the past? Yeah, it's a really cool topic. I think, uh, Jose, you and I could talk about this for, for days worth of hours. Um, yeah. Okay, let's let's look at our parents' generation. Okay. That's the sort of golden watch, right? I worked for the company for 30 years. I get the golden watch on retirement. I save this amount of my income, you know, every week or two weeks when I get my paycheck. They've got that traditional core uh, a balance of savings. And, and that's the American dream, right? I, mm -hmm. I bought my house. I have equity. I'm setting aside for the kids college. I've got that cultural mentality has wildly changed. Mm -hmm. um, I think the younger generations are, are it, it, if you meet somebody who stayed with a company for two years, that's considered a veteran, right? Literally, literally. A lot of jumping ship. There's a lot yeah. of managing your resume. There's tons of leverage and network. You're always, you're always looking for a new job. Mm. And then there's this thing that we are familiar with, the side hustle and the sort of concept of grinding. And so I want to get, so let's get to your question. So mm -hmm. like, as far as, in, 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 in my opinion, in, in sort of um, a key ingredient for me uh, being young and, and, and not coming from money, meaning, you know, I had to establish my own sort of path. Mm -hmm. it, it's, it's, it's hard for me to say as an algorithm, set aside 10% of your income mm -hmm. or raise, because I'll tell you what, you're making a hundred thousand, Jose, how much with student debt going out, entertaining, going on dates, that, that vacation that you're saying, how much could you really save in Maybe 10 grand, you know, 15,000. If that, yeah. If, if. And so now you're doing it for now you're in your job and it's three years. And let's say you say 30,000. It's hard to start. A, it's hard to start something with 30,000. Yeah. Here's, here's the good part. Here, so I'm going to say, let's, let's move that to the side. Let's talk about the bank account that we should be building. It's not that 10,000. I'm going to tell you, take the vacation. I'm going to tell you, buy the extra pair of shoes that you want. Splurge. Live life. You work hard for it. What you're banking instead is your network. Mm -hmm. Making deposits in your network, mm -hmm. you know, taking those coffees, exiting mm -hmm. those extra meetings, taking a Saturday and Sunday. Every day is a work day. And yep. when you're going to the bank, you're banking your relationships. You're banking your network. Ooh. Woo. That when you're building that bank account, run that on, run that on repeat, boys. Run that on repeat. That that's the line right there. You're banking on your woo. That's now you've fire. got billions, man. Now you now you're starting. Okay, folks, listen, listen to this. I I mean it. I mean it. Listen to what Carmen is saying because 
the growth, when you're an entrepreneur, it is not lineal, folks. It does not go like this. You kind of just grow for a little bit, you flatline, and then bam, you go to the next level. So, it, I, I, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Carmen, but has it been just like steady growth for you, or have you been able to hit some home runs along the way? Well, and especially when you're getting into new ventures. I mean, yeah. you know, I need, I go to my bank, my network, I go to my bankers, and I say, bankers, I've got a great idea. Let's let's get into the. I, I, there's this real estate building I want to do. Cannabis is exploding. Sports wagering is on the horizon. Let's open up a new bar or a club or a restaurant. And I go to my bank. I go to that network, and I get my bankers excited. They're the ones with the money. Forget the ten thousand I saved after three years. That's not going. Unfortunately, that's just not going to. That's not going to cut it. But mm-hmm. I've got something way bigger than savings. I've got my bank account network. My, I've got Jose. I call Jose. Jose, you got to get out on this next investment. Mm-hmm. You know, like let's mm-hmm. let's 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 do this idea. Let's and that's and right. I think and, and by the way, and that's what you know that that's that's what entrepreneurs sort of live on. That's their that's their oxygen is is going out creating ideas, but not just not just to self fund to open to their network for opportunities. And how do you? How do you how do you get past the mental limitations, the, the the sort of limiting beliefs that we tell ourselves when it's time to go to your network uh, and ask for money or ask for people to join your team? How do you get past those beliefs? Well, I mean, yeah. So <clears throat> you got to practice your pitch, uh, and the best way to do it is with friends and family, obviously. Yeah. But you know, there there is no the more you do it, the better you get. And you, what you're talking about is how do you overcome the 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 the, the sweaty palms and the nervousness mm-hmm. and the angst in your stomach of whether this idea is a good idea and that's and and in truth you know becoming the, the becoming a, a proverbial pitchman mm-hmm. uh, and, and bouncing those ideas it it's it's not as practiced as it should be but we glorify in our culture we glorify the knockout punch right we see the knockout kick we see the knockout punch but we don't glorify the process you know that knockout punch or kick was from so much training and hours of practice Mm -hmm. and dedication so you know it's it's for podcasts like this it's really exciting to interview uh i can't imagine all the famous uh, sort of people and and, and successful Mm -hmm. people but they're all talking about what what you know what they've accomplished Let's get into it. Let's talk about the process. That's right. Process of hard work and dedication. That you 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 can't hide that. When you're Mm -hmm. talking to somebody, they feel your excitement. They feel Mm -hmm. your motivation. Mm -hmm. That's what gets them going, right? Yeah. The vibration, the vibration, the energy that you transfer to those people in that moment that you're talking to them eye to eye. That's exactly you know. And I try. I want twenty twenty seven Carmen. To look back at 2023, Carmen, and be like, "Damn, bro, thank you." Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Looking back and saying, "2023, Carmen, kicked ass," and that's <laughs> versus 2027, Carmen, being like, "Dude, get off the couch, bro. What yeah. you do? You know, quit sleeping, quit Netflixing on Sundays. Like every day is a work day. So that's right. Every day, I'm conscious of that all the time." Hundred percent. Let me ask you this before I let you go, man. And you and look, and, and you and I could talk for hours, bro. I'm, I'm gonna have to carry you. I'm gonna have to have you back every couple of months, man, and, and talk about this because the world is changing so fast. Where is Carmen Rossi? And you said it, 2027. 
Where is Carmen Rossi in 2027? Well, you know, I uh, I guess we'll finish this from where we start. I'm a big advocate of um, location is an obvious, and there are there are markets in the city that are explosive. Um, I missed, I'll tell you, I love anecdotally talking about my misses. I missed Nashville. I was told Nashville, I flew out there a dozen times. I couldn't see it. And I saw Broadway. I couldn't see beyond that. Uh, look at, you're, you're in Florida. Look at Delray. Yeah. Look oh, at yeah. Look at, uh, look at West Palm Beach. I love West mm-hmm. Palm Beach. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just made an offer in West Palm Beach and we're building in Delray. But um, I love, you know, Scottsdale. So, mm-hmm. and that's important. I like talking about locations and I, yeah. we, we, we started by talking about the trade mission and talking up Illinois and Chicago and, and, and you can see how excited I get about, about markets and doing business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's cool about, what's cool about the, the times that we're living in is you can be, you could be from coast to coast. That's I mean, exactly right. You, know, you, you, there is, there are, the, our barriers are, are lowering and, Sort of, uh, I hope in 2027, I'm expanding into new markets. I'm, I'm hoping that a lot of your listeners from all over the country can can, can experience my concepts. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but I'm 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 on the go. Like, let's keep going. No, no How's doubt about it. Going? No, no doubt about it. And I know people that are listening to the show now, Carmen, want to sort of keep watching you, keep seeing you, what you're up to. If people want to talk with you, they want to reach out to you, they want to see what you're up to. Where can people find you? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm uh, I'm uh, a millennial who keeps it simple. I mean, I, I try to answer every single email that I get, um, and that's Carmen at Eight Hospitality. Uh, I'm a, I'm a, uh, I need to grow up, but if you want to see me acting like a kid all the time, you can find me <laughs> on Instagram. Uh, my Instagram is pretty lively, but no, I I I I love communicating with the younger generation. I'm fascinated with the differences, the, the, the cultural differences, not only just between, you know, the boomers and the young generation, but mm-hmm. just differences between millennials and Gen Zs and the generation that's upcoming. I mean, they're just looking at things, doing things, and their trends are, are keeping us on our toes. So uh, the only way I can stay attuned is communication. So um, please, if, if ever, you know, and if you're ever looking you know, just for opportunity, advice, questions. I love the feedback. I love the communication. And I'm pretty decent about responding. I love it, brother. Carmen Ross, everybody, CEO of Eight Hospitality Group. This is Testimonio. You were listening to the VIP show. Make sure you subscribe if you haven't already. Thank you, brother. We appreciate you. Jose, I really appreciate it, man. Have a blessed day. You too, brother. Thanks a lot. <laughs>